this is Dr. Rosie Kuhn, and this podcast series is called Aging Like a Guru. Who, me? Aging Like a Guru. Yep. And so in a couple of weeks, I'm going to be interviewing a fellow named Rajiv Nagayak. And Rajiv is the founder of an organization company in um, the Seattle area called Aging Options, and it's agingoptions.com. And one of the things I love about, well, two things that I love about Rajiv and his work and his company is is two things, particularly in this moment. Uh, one is that there, his company uh, supports and empowers people to stay in their own homes and die in their own homes, uh, not go broke, as he said, and not be a burden to their family. And I thought that was really, really cool. Just very simple and elegant, sort of, in terms of what his business is about. One of the things that he says that I think this is number two of what uh, we'll be talking about with Rajiv is that there's like 85% of the people in the United States want to die in their home. And the fact is, it's only 20% actually do uh, accomplish that and fulfill their, fulfill their desire to, to, to die in their own home. I thought that was really, really interesting. Now, you know, if you've been listening to me, I'm not going to be talking about or I don't talk about or focus on the how-tos in terms of the saving money or making plans or talking to your family. I mean, all of that is part of this process, but there's something, I keep going to the deeper, the deeper side of the pool of our reality where in a sense a manifestation takes place. And you've, if you're around the manifestation sin, uh, system, you know that it's all about law of attraction and law of attraction is all about what we think and what we believe, our perceptions. Our perceptions and our judgments, our presumptions, interpretations, they create the actions, they create our emotional sense of what's and our anticipation of what's next. If I believe I'm at the mercy of this system, which I'll be talking about too at some point, if I'm, if I, if I'm at the mercy of the medical, economical, political system, if I'm at the mercy, then I don't feel I have any power to have the choices that I really want to make. I, I don't have the, the power to make my life the way I want to. If I, if I see myself at the mercy of somebody else, that means I'm disempowered in my, own, in my own belief system about myself. And so I can't make things happen. So in this conversation I'm going to be having, or I do have in my head with Rajiv, it's like there are those elements of here's what you need to put in place so that you can have the desired outcome either in your dying or your aging, those kinds of things. And why is it that most people don't fulfill that? Why is it, and this is not a why question, but I'm asking it in this moment as a why question, why is it that so many people don't have the required amount of money to really just retire? Why is it that most people are living from, well, um, from their their one check to their monthly check, their um, a social security check. Why is it that that's the case? Why is it so many people who who retired have gone back to work and that they can't afford? Why is that? And um, the bottom line is that our belief system within ourselves, which is part of our context and the paradigm we live in, says 
uh, says something else. So for myself, I'm hanging around, <laughs> you know, I'm doing these podcasts on aging, I write about aging, I do a group on aging, and I'm aging. And so I think a lot about this process and what's this about. And a, a fellow down the street, uh, he's in his late 80s, I believe, if not 90s, and he fell and he broke his hip. And as most of you know, I live on an island. And so he's taken off the island and he's now in a hospital off the island. And I was talking to his son, who's a really good friend of mine. And it's like, man, you know, there's a lot to go through. And so we're both talking about what it's like. And his father, like a lot of people, once they fall, they have a break, then the infections start to show up. And then there's pneumonia that shows up and then they die. And it's kind of like almost a matter of fact, if somebody falls, that's what happens. And again, that's what we expect and we assume. And so that's what happens to so many people. So the point of this conversation is how, how is it that most of us have a desired outcome, yet most of us settle for something <laughs> less than that? And for me, my exploration is, I, I was thinking today, it's, I'm kind of like a lawyer, you know, and I have a client and I want to represent my client and I want to have the best outcome for my client. Now, me, I'm my client and you, you're my client in a sense. And so I'm doing a lot of research and I use the book Oneness mostly, but I have also got sources like um, The Course in Miracles, A Course in Miracles or David Hawkins, a lot of, a lot of books I have. But I sit and I scrutinize and I look for what's the precedence for shifting this paradigm that rather than having most of us not have the fulfillment of our highest truth, our highest desires, any time of our life, but especially when we age, what is it that needs to shift? What do I need to see or, or shift, I use that word, in order to have the outcome that I want in order to encourage and support and empower you to have the outcome you want and have a better life and a better world, essentially. And so what I re realized yesterday, I was in a, in a process and that's sort of where I do my, you know, my real scrutiny and, and really vigilance of what am I thinking? What are my thoughts? What's the truth in my being? And this truth of um, that I'm at the mercy of other people. I'm at the mercy of systems. I'm at the mercy of government and politics. I'm at the mercy of my daughter or whoever it is that I kind of see it, that I don't have power in this situation. When I see that I'm at the mercy of, then I'm disempowered. And it's like, wait, you know, I don't want to live that way. And from a consensus reality perspective, we say, well, that's the way it is. My job as a transformational coach, as a, as a person that believes in higher levels of principles, higher levels of consciousness, then that's the, not my only uh, realm that I live in. I, I have an, uh, a, a belief system in a very large, expansive perspective that allows full potentiality for me and for you and for everybody. So I believe we're at 100% potentiality and all I need to do or all you need to do is look at the belief systems that interfere with you having exactly what you want. Uh, a woman named Jane Roberts a long time ago wrote uh, uh, books called the Seth, Seth books. She channeled this being named Seth, and she wrote a number of books 
and the one that was really, really beneficial to me uh, was called The Nature of Personal Reality. Now, I was in my early 30s, and life really sucked, really sucked. And somebody handed me this book, and a Buddhist guy handed me this book, said, read this, check it out. And I saw it, and it basically said, hey, your beliefs are creating your reality. So I sat down, and I said, okay. And I wrote all up, <laughs> I wrote down all my beliefs, as many as I could at the time. And it was like, well, that makes perfect sense, because everything that I believed, I could see how that created the reality I was living in. And I was at that point on welfare, a really bad relationship with uh, with a, a guy, um, a, a dog I bought had gotten sick very quickly, like within a week, lost the dog, all kinds of bad things. And I wanted to sort of blame the universe. And this guy said, no, you got to look at yourself. You got to look at your belief system. And I did. And I, I was like, oh my God, that's that was amazing. And that turned me around in terms of what happened in my reality and where, where I went from there and went up the scale, got a job, got a really great job, blah, 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 on and on and on and on. And here I am with you 35 years later, uh, talking about, again, what are the, the principles? What are the things that I truly believe or that our reality believes that we buy into that no longer supports who you really are and what you really want? So as I scrutinize and see uh, and listen to and look forward to talking with Rajiv about here's what people want, but here's what people are getting, it's a really great place to start looking at, at a deeper level, the current paradigm that we live in as a whole, but the current paradigm of who I live in at, for myself. Like I said, even yesterday, I, w- I was looking and saw, wow, I see how I'm at the, I f- believe I'm at the mercy of. And it's not even a conscious belief. It's like my being, my energy, my cellular memory lives in this place of oppression that's been part of our human reality for, for as long as we've been on the planet. <laughs> so um, being able to begin to look at that and say, what's the paradigm shift that I have to make? What's the, what's the, the opposite of oppression that I want to leap towards? The, the leap of faith is what we're up to here in a sense of shifting our dynamics and our belief system so something else has the potential to show up. And that's really a matter of choice for us to believe and think think and then believe into what is. I love this. Um, uh, faith is, David Hawkins said this, faith is the voluntary suspe- suspension. Faith is the voluntary suspension of disbelief. I love that because it gave us me an opportunity to look at what is it that I don't believe. But it also is a suspension of my belief system that um, the belief system that I am oppressed, the belief system that I am at the mercy of the system of Medicare or the system of welfare or, or Social Security or whatever it is. I have to shift that. I have to be willing to voluntarily suspend my belief system so something else can come in potentially. All right, I've talked long this time, and uh, I hope it's been valuable. Just want you to be curious about your belief system, how you see the world, how you see yourself, and just think about that. Um, I have a um, the Facebook page, Aging Like a Guru. If you'd like to leave comments there or questions, I'd be happy, happy to answer. You can go to my website, theparadigmshifts.com, and check it out. 
there's some books and blogs and lots of stuff there. Or leave me a message at rosieattheparadigmshifts.com. All right, big hugs to you. Bye for now.